0: Four habits that i've been consistent with daily that have ultimately led to me becoming a millionaire in my 20s and i'm not talking about cold showers no fat intermittent fasting red light therapy or zero carb diet sure i've dabbled in some of those things over the past few years but i wouldn't say they've really aided my financial position what i'm gonna reveal today are the habits that made a real difference in making that first million now the key when you're first starting out is to keep things as simple as possible you don't need to overcomplicate things and do something way too drastic now 6 30 a.m in the morning right now i'm out for a walk in the local forest and it feels fitting to talk about my first habit change here because that's waking up earlier now when i first started my company i was working a full-time job and so time was very limited i needed to squeeze more time out of my day at this time I was waking up at 8 a.m. so it made sense for me to try and squeeze at least a couple more hours out of my mornings and so when I decided that I set an alarm for 7 a.m. for a couple days adjusted to that then 6 a.m. adjusted to that and then 5 a.m. finally and adjusted to that the reason I did that and weaned myself in is because I didn't want to go cold turkey and have my sleep pattern messed up I'd recommend you doing the same now these mornings gave me so much more time and it almost acted as an entirely new day whilst everybody else was asleep. I had time to read, I had time to go to the gym and most importantly I had time to work on my business and that ultimately led to me quitting my job within two weeks of starting my company and making my first £2,000 which was enough for me to take the risk to take the plunge. But if it wasn't for waking up early, I wouldn't have been able to do that because I simply wouldn't have had the time. Now, some of you watching this might think, well, I'm not a morning person. You might be a night owl instead. So what you need to do is leverage your evenings more. Be productive with your evenings. Don't sit down watching Netflix at the end of the day, right? Because you're going to need either your evenings or your mornings if you've got full-time commitment. You have to find the time somewhere. And you have to condition yourself into using that time. For something productive like focusing on your main thing now secondary to waking up early i get out in nature every single day and that's the second habit i want to talk about today is spending time alone in nature now some people would call this a form of meditation in fact i would definitely call this a form of meditation now normally when i'm out it's either before or after the gym i read my body depending on the day it depends what how i feel and i'll come out without my phone and i'll just walk in the forest in the fields wherever i fancy going right now i'm next to the road as you can probably hear but i walk deep into the forest so i'm so far away from anyone else that i'm just it's myself and the earth um and the birds and i think that's so powerful because it pushes us to be in our own thoughts and it pushes us to figure out our and establish what we need to do. It almost acts as this mental checklist every single day when we're walking around on our own. We're thinking about the things we need to achieve from that day. We're building our priority list and we're forced to work through everything that's within our mind and so I think that getting out in nature every single day is an incredibly powerful habit for anybody to take on within their life around you uh, and it just keeps you on your course now presuming that the majority of you watching this want to start an online business you're going to spend a lot of time cooped up at home so it's very important we change our environment we get outside we alleviate stress we have a change of scene and we spend time in our own company and in our own thoughts that's exactly what i'm going to do right now so i'll see you guys back in the office okay so the next habit is learning to say no in all areas of your life. Now, when I first started my business, I was what you would call a yes man, right? You asked me to come out the weekend, I was going out. You wanted to go out for a meal, I'd probably turn up. So I had a lot of learning curve when I first started my business and understanding what opportunities to turn down and when to say no to people. And this is really hard if you're somebody who naturally is used to saying yes and living through other people and pleasing other people. Because when we say yes to people, when we actually wanna say no, we build up resentment and we just live for other people instead of living for ourselves now time is a valuable commodity we all have limited amounts of it and so if we're spending time doing things we don't want to do then we have less time to spend on the main thing on building our business on working towards our goals doing the things we actually want to do so now every time somebody asks me to do something right I ask myself three questions the first question I ask is do I owe this person a favor Okay, do I owe this person something, right? So for example, this evening, I'm meeting someone for a coffee, for a catch up. Now this person ironically is someone I reached out to when I first launched my business. I wanted to pick their brains and they met me for a coffee they've never met me before, right? And so now when they've reached out to me again, I feel like I owe them the courtesy to reciprocate that favor that they gave me and so if I owe them a favor I'm going to say yes now if I don't owe them a favor I'm going to ask myself if that opportunity benefits me up front okay what do I gain from this opportunity if I go out if I do this if I go out for a meal if I meet this person do I benefit from this up front or does the other person just benefit if I don't gain anything I'm going to say no If I do gain something, then I'm gonna weigh this up against my third question, which is does this take away from the main thing? Does this distract me from my success? Does this distract me from my business? Now there are many times when this does distract me, right? My friends might wanna go out to a party this weekend, but I need to weigh up if the benefit and the joy I'm gonna gain from that party outweighs the fact that I'm gonna be hungover for a day or two and that might subtract from my Monday morning routine when I'm getting back to business. If I've made a calculated decision to say yes, I think my happiness outweighs the negatives, I'm gonna go ahead with it. If for whatever reason I do not think the benefit is there, I'm gonna say no. And it's as simple as that. I follow that formula every single time. I'd recommend you doing the same. Learn to say no to more things than you say yes, and you'll live a happier life, and you'll have more time to spend on your business now on the final note of saying no i want to talk about delegation now when you build a team of people you very often get people reaching out to you asking questions that they can answer themselves or asking you to do tasks that they can actually do themselves or they can go to someone else for so you need to think every time one of these questions comes to your desk can i delegate this or can i push it back to the person the majority of the time you'll find that you can just push it back or push that person to somebody else get used to delegating so you don't take up your time doing things that other people can do now the final habit that made me a millionaire in my 20s is continually investing in my further education through books through courses through masterminds and through personal coaching now the pivotal book that I read before I launched my company was The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod it taught me about morning routines and it immersed me in this entirely new world and i became addicted to self-help books and further self-education and i set the goal to read a book every single week now i'm not a reader i never have been a reader before that i literally hadn't picked up a book since i was like 12 years old but i became addicted to education i became addicted to learning something new and bettering myself becoming the best version of myself i could possibly be now that transpired into me buying courses and then I ended up buying mastermind products and I ended up investing in personal coaching in fact literally one month ago I came back from America where I would paid forty thousand dollars for one single mastermind and I already got return on investment from that I'm addicted to further learning and further education because there is always something that I can be learning there's always something that I can be improving on and I also think there's a major difference between spending 10 20 pounds on a book and reading it and probably not acting it to spending 1000 10000 20000 on a high ticket course or coaching program because you've got way more skin in the game and you're more likely to action the things you learn because you're more invested in that product or service so when we have the resources to invest in high ticket education we should always do so and we should continue to do so regardless of what stage we are at on our journey because there is always something else to learn and we can pay to elevate ourselves and skip years of learning curve through the knowledge of somebody else now look all of this is worthless without consistency a habit is not a habit without repetition so write all of these things down and put them somewhere where you're forced to look at them every single day until they become ingrained in your being and that's it cheers